It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. I want to ask you a question. Uh, if you were a parent, right, like my friend Rich and his wife Denise, and so they have three girls, 13, 17, 20. And he came to me, we played ping pong together, and Rich said to me, said, Simon, my 17-year-old daughter wants to bring her boyfriend that she met at camp earlier this summer and introduce me and, and, and my wife to him. And he goes, but I'm not really into meeting their boyfriends. They just get on my nerves, all those silly boys, and I, you know, I know what they want and blah, 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 blah. He said, do you think I should meet him? And I said, Rich, absolutely. Your daughter needs your blessing. Be welcoming, be kind, and then get an assessment about the boys. And then he said, well, okay, that's a good point, but I'm going to have to play a lot of ping pong before we can do that because I'm you know, tense. I said, no problem. Anyway, my point is, if you have a kid who wants to introduce you to their boyfriend or girlfriend, meet with them. It's the best way to get an idea about how good they are or not. You call the next 855-905-8255. If you have a love story you want to share, dial in 855-905-8255. Madeline, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Um, I just called in because I wanted to tell you a story. Uh-huh. Uh, my boyfriend and I, we both have jobs um, where we, we travel a lot. Mm-hmm. And we don't get to see each other very much. It's pretty rare that we get to even spend a couple nights together or um, even a week. So whenever okay. we get to be at one another's places, it's really special. And about a year after we were dating, we were spending a night together at his place. And I got this craving for chocolate ice cream. It's all I wanted. <laughs> and it was about, oh, it was really late at night. And he ran out in the middle of the night and went and bought me chocolate ice cream. And now, every time we do get to see each other and we get to spend the night together, he always has chocolate ice cream for me so that he doesn't have to spend a minute away from me. Wow. Listen, I love chocolate ice cream, so I can totally relate. Nothing like an Agendas <laughs> chocolate ice cream. I can, I can lose my marbles. So I, I totally understand. And there is no love without proof of love, and that's another one. We're running to get the chocolate ice cream. I like that, um, and, and I would totally do that, actually. So, Madeline, thank you so much for sharing that story. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Simon. Mm-hmm. And good night. Ooh, I just got a Facebook message. Some people are having a debate, and it might help to decide what's worse when it comes to relationships. So that's next. You have a question. You with your friends debating something? You want my opinion? Just send me a Facebook message at The Rendezvous Show. Trisha, what is up with Rory and his friends? What's this debate about? All right, so Rory says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Rory. My friends and I were having a debate, and we want to know what you think. Is cheating more forgivable if the person was drunk when it happened? Ah, that's a great question. Are you more forgivable for the offense of cheating when you're impaired from alcohol? I'm going to answer that next. So I got a Facebook message from Rory who just asked me this key question. Is cheating more forgivable if the person was drunk when it happened? My answer is yes. It's still a big mistake, but it would be easier for me to forgive my girlfriend if she cheated once on me because she was drunk than deliberately sober went to somebody's house and cheated on me. So not that I'm saying do it. I'm saying I think it's more forgivable. You know what? I'm going to put a poll for you to vote on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. Check it out. 
is feeling more forgivable if the person was drunk when it happened. Let's see what you have to say about this. You call the next. If you have a question for me, dial in right now, 855-905-8255. Jen, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jen. What's going on? So um, I've been dating my boyfriend for like almost five months now, and he's a really great guy, and I'm super happy. But he shared something really personal with me recently. He told me um, that he can't have kids, and he had just found out. And I'm super disappointed because I've always imagined myself having kids and, you know, and biological kids, like not adopting. So I don't know if I should continue the relationship, even though that's something that's super important to me. But it feels like a terrible reason to break up with him. So I need some advice. I mean, when you say it's a terrible reason to break up with somebody when you want kids and he doesn't, why is it a terrible reason to break up with somebody? Well, I just mean since he can't have kids, you know, for medical reasons, like it just feels like it's not really his fault. True, and I agree with you, but it's not your fault that you want to have kids. Yeah, I guess you're right. This is a choice that no one should make for you, Jen. If you want to have kids naturally and not adopt, then I don't think you should keep dating him because you're going to get more attached. He's going to get more attached. And at the end, you will break up with him because you want to be a mom and have a family and it's not going to work out. Or would you be okay not making the kids of your own and just adopting a couple kids? I really never imagined doing that. I, I don't think I feel comfortable. Okay. Hey, listen. That's absolutely fine. So listen, Jen, I think you have to break up with the dude. Because it's too important. It's the one thing I can't compromise. And I'm I'm always finding compromise. There is no compromising about this thing. You both are right and you both do the best you can. He didn't make a mistake. You didn't make a mistake. No one has done a terrible thing. Just different destiny, different will, different possibilities. I I think you're right. So it's, sorry it's, you know, for, yeah, but. I think you, you will be happy with that answer in, in the future when you become a mom and you'll say, yeah, I, it's important for me. So you got to respect who you are and what you want at all times. Thank you, Simon. I really appreciate it. You're welcome and have a good night. Good night. You know, there's one thing Jen and, and her boyfriend forgot to do is uh, they should have talked about that at the beginning. When is it the right time to talk about kids when you start dating? I'm going to answer that next. How many dates do you think it would take for two people to be comfortable enough to say, I want kids, you don't want kids, or I can't have kids, and you can? And when is it time to talk about kids when you just start dating? First date? Second date? Third date? Here's what I've learned. The sooner the better. Because the biological clock of women is such that we have to respect it first. So reach out to your partner if you want kids and open up the door for the discussion. Because otherwise, just like Jen, you might start a relationship and have a fall in love even with somebody who ultimately cannot be the partner you need. And that breaks everybody's heart. So my first answer is no longer than the third date. Talk about it if you want to have kids or not. There's no wrong answer. You just, here's what I want. And I want to illustrate this point by a mistake I've made over and over in my younger days. So you don't make it too. My mistake and my story, they're next.
So I'm talking with you about the right timing to talk about do you want kids or not. And I've made the mistake because I never really want to have any kids. I knew that from the age, I don't know, 15 or 16. I love other people's kids. I just didn't want to raise my own. It's not my thing. But to be honest, I delayed that question for as long as I can to date the girls I fell in love with or loved. Selfish of me, you would say. Probably. Uh, but also when you're young, you do the best you can. And by my 30s, I started to be honest, and everybody dropped me like an old sock because most of the women I dated wanted to have kids. Things change when you're in your 40s because you can start dating single moms, and then they have kids, and then you can build great relationships. But don't do like I did. Be honest sooner. Second or third date, ask the questions. Do you want to have kids? Yes or no? And if somebody says, I don't know, red flags. Because that's something that I use personally. So I want you to be aware of that red flag so you don't get into that situation. You call the next 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Natalia, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Natalia. How can I help you tonight? I, I have a little situation that I just feel like I need some confirmation on. Mm -hmm. um, I was dating like this guy who was the love of my life like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and he found me again through a family member. We started to talk and I really, really liked him. So come to find out he wasn't in his relationship anymore and I was single. So of course we were talking about like dating again, but like all of a sudden it just struck me as funny. And I just, I thought it was a bad idea. And I, yesterday, blocked him and I, without even saying like a buyer, I don't want to talk to you. But now I want to know if that was the right thing to do. Okay. But remind me why you block him again. I just really felt like I didn't want to start over with the same problems that we maybe mm -hmm. had. And yes, just to be completely honest, I was totally offended that he married someone else 10 years ago. So why come mm -hmm. back now? You know? So, do you think you could get over it, or you think it's impossible? I, I honestly don't know. I have tried to put it out my mind and be like, oh, and, and he, we brought it up very easily in the conversation, and he was just saying, you know, it was kind of a mistake on his part, and he realizes that it was. Um, and I just was like, nope, you're only saying that because you're hurt, because she hurt you, and I just can't get over it. And so, no, I guess I can't. So now, tough, tough question, Natalia. Ten years from now, do you going to look back at this and say that's the one that got away or not? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't want to get caught in my feelings because I'm single right now. But I just, no, you know what? No. 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 All right, then. Here's the answer. No, don't have any regrets of blocking him. Because that last question I asked you, you would know immediately in your intuition, in your heart, in your soul, if 10 years from now you would look back and say, that dude is the one that got away. I should have not blocked him when he came back. But you didn't say that. So I think you're totally fine. You did the right thing. And you can sleep easier and peaceful at night. After we talked about this, the case is closed. Okay, great. Thank you. Huh. All right, Natalia. That's what I'm here for. Thank you for calling and have a good night. You too. Talking about the one that got away. Do you know the signs to know if you have one that got away? Let me share them with you next.
So how do you know if you got one that got away, okay? This is the science that I think really makes sense. First, to this day, you still think about that person every day, right? Even though it's 10 years, it's 5, it's 15 years, there's not a day that goes by, you don't think that that person. Second, the memories you have about the person are very precious and touch you every time you think about it. It's a feel-good memory, not a feel-bad memory. And then finally, don't forget that sign. It's usually one of the best ooh-la-la time you've ever had. I am going to be honest, and I'm going to tell you a story of one that may have gone away from me a long time ago. That story is next. True story. I was about 16 or 17 years old when I fell in love in Paris with that lovely blonde, green-eyed woman, Sabine. And we fell in love. We stayed together for about almost two years. And then I made a mistake, went out. I cheated on her. That's the story. She broke up with me, refused to forgive me. And I do believe sometimes that if there is one that got away, it's her. To this day, she still doesn't want to talk to me because I made that mistake, but we were like 18 that's a long time ago. And I regret that mistake still to this day. But it's life. You have to move on. And I also believe there's always someone for somebody else. So don't do like me. Don't cheat on your partner even when you're 16 or 17 or 18. It's never a good thing to do and never a good decision to take. But I did it. And I don't want you to do like me. I want you to do better than me. You call the next 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me, dial in 855-905-8255. Jen, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jen. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you? I've been dating this guy for four years, and he's German. And every summer, we go to Germany and visit his family. And last summer, we were there, and he had his work visa was expiring. And we were nervous he wasn't going to be able to get another one and come back to America. And he had to have his interview, and he basically had to wait. I had to come back to America for work. And then we started talking about, you know, moving to another country, maybe Germany, maybe Mexico. Just, you know, I was ready to change my entire life for this guy. Two months later, he gets his visa. Mm -hmm. And the first thing he does when he lands is go straight to work. And I thought, honestly, that we'd have at least a couple of days where we were locked in the apartment, you know, enjoying each other. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I thought, honestly, he was going to propose. Like, it was terrible being away from you for so long. I love you. Let's never have this happen again. Mm-hmm. But instead, he's been working. He went hours later after, a, like, a flight in from Germany, went straight to work and then hasn't stopped since. So now my feelings are hurt. I don't know if I should tell him or if I should just let it go and just listen to my gut kind of and be like, that's, it's, I don't know. To me, I'm, I'm just, my feelings are hurt. Uh, no, I understand. Uh, when you said listen to your intuition, what is your intuition telling you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says move on. Yes. And but I'm also a very tough girl to date. So I'm like, am I just being another picky girl? You know, like, is that enough to break up with someone? Of course. Listen. You said it all when you said, you know, after all that time, he comes home to America and instead of, you know, all that passion romance that should have been built yes. up and, and ooh la la, what happens? The guy goes to work. That's how little he is into you, sadly. 
right? Because okay. if it if it was me, then I mean, and I'm attracted by my girlfriend, I can't wait to spend the next four or five days just enjoying each Locked other. Locked in the apartment. That's what I thought I was going to do. Movies, yes. wine, you know, sexy time. None exactly. Ooh la la. It was, yeah. yeah. So you got to listen to your intuition. Women have a magic tool, intuition. It never betrays you if you listen to it. So I am going to go with your intuition and tell you there's no point of telling him anything anymore. You got to move right. on. You got to break. What's the point? You got to break up with him and find a man who wants you as much as you want him. That's great advice. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right. All right. So. Good luck to you. Thanks for calling. Have a good night et bonsoir. Bonsoir. More rendezvous next. Now, be honest with me. Do you wish your partner would plan more things for you? Look at your relationship, look at your marriage, look at your partnership, whatever situation you're in, and answer this question. Do you wish your partner would plan more things for you? Right? So here's the result of the poll I actually put on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio, which you should follow, please. It's just great stuff. We put all day long, great quiz, questions, and so on. Result is 74% said, yes, I wish my partner would plan more things for me. And nope, 26%. I am part of the 26%. I don't need my partner to plan anything. I'm a planner. I love organizing trips, vacation, weekend travels. All that. I, that's I got from my dad who always told me that it's a great thing to do for your partner. So I enjoy organizing and creating things. So I'm part of the 26%, obviously. Thank you so much for being with me tonight. I never take you for granted. Thank you for tuning in on The Rendezvous. Thank you. Thank you. Merci et bonne nuit. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.